Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, rose life with that TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. This is The Locker Room Guys brought to you by Real App. Real App is a sports gambling app that helps you with gambling advice and trends, including player props, spreads, over-unders, you name it, they got it. If you want to win some bets, download the Real App in the App Store for free today. Luke, how are the bets? Um, I think it was... I thought it was really bad. We're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting at the bar, and the whole time I'm like, sitting talking to Carson Logan, I go, this is bad. I was bad. I was bad this week. Little did I know, I actually, I actually pretty good. <laughs> I think I went four, four, and one. No, it's not good, but I thought I was. I was. I thought I was like bad, bad. <laughs> but I'll take it. Bad beats all around. I had that West Virginia one. Obviously, was stupid. They were up. They're down three. Easily get covered. TCU just decides to throw a, a hail mary when they're up three, and so that one lost. UAB FAU. Needed a touchdown for a quarter and a half. That's all we needed. <laughs> it was a one-score game, so like you think someone would score eventually. Nope, nothing. Well, you went dogs this week, didn't you? Yeah, no favorites. <laughs> and then a couple I will chalk up. Though these other two were just bad. Charlotte, I had the under fifty-nine. Charlotte scored fifty-six on their own. <laughs> and then I had Oklahoma State plus one. They lost forty-eight to nothing. <laughs> but I my best my. My lock hit. My locks hit every single week this this year. So, yeah, uh, I just put more money on those. For you, uh, Joey Raker fans, my lock did not hit this week again. So I'm still on another two week hiatus. I have I think I've only hit one all year, maybe, but I don't know. It's it's really bad. But uh, all I can Whoops. do you is just one. Well, all I can do is just uh. I don't know. Promise I'll be better, but I can't even do that because we're ten weeks going into the tenth week of the year and still haven't hit one. But as far as my bets, didn't bet this week. Isn't that unbelievable? Really? <laughs> I just didn't like anything. Just stuck, you know, just stepped away from it. Well, it didn't help either that I didn't get to watch like a lot of sport. I made up for it like on Sunday and uh, I mean today, just like making sure I watch every game. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. long, long weekend. All right. But anyway, let's get into. Oh, by the way, I know you loyal fans missed us big time last week. We had some. Uh, well, actually, me and Luke just got in a huge fight, and um, it was all about money. And um, because we don't talk money, yeah, we talk a lot of fucking money. And uh, I ended up winning, so he decided to stay on. And um, yeah, so we're back this week. And uh, <laughs> without further ado, let's get into. Football. So now I have to play this song because we do it every time and it fucking kills me. But here we go. God damn it. So the battle of Pennsylvania, we lose. I think this is like the seventh straight time we lost in Philly. We, I don't think the Steelers have won in Philly since like 1965. Uh, yeah, quite quite a long time ago. Um, obviously, the Philly, uh, Phillies, the Eagles being like the best team in the National Football League, I wouldn't be as like sad about this loss, but it's just how it happened. Like, we had fucking Chase Claypool throwing touchdowns instead of Kenny Pickett. He might be the guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Kenny Pickett threw an interception and had a fumble this week, of course. Um, but yeah, his last name's Pickett. For a reason, and there's just I don't know the the faith I have for my team right now is just couldn't be lower. Yeah, I mean it's just not not a good spot because you don't have a lot to look forward to either. DJ Watts coming back next week. Okay, so insane playoff push, run the tables. No, no, he can play. I don't know, like he the, can play quarterback. The thing is, like I just say the same thing every fucking week, but it. Like, even Mike Tomlin calling out Matt Canada, like, 
the plays he has just don't work. He's like, even the shit like they do, the open up the playbook, it's just not unique at all. Like we run the ball to our wide receivers more than any other team in the right. league, and it doesn't fucking matter. Najee Harris is having like the worst season imaginable. Yeah. And bad, bad, bad. Like I I don't know, just all around the entire team just is fucking miserable. Yeah, like I mean we talked about it. They just have nothing to look forward to when you have a quarterback that's like 20, 24 he is. Yep. So it's like, what's the upside really? Like with it, what what's the ceiling? He's almost there. Cause let's say you give him two years to develop and get better. He'll be twenty six. It's like yeah, how the hell you know is he mean? gonna even like how much can you improve in like when you're already that old? Yeah, I don't get how he's because he's just shown absolutely nothing to be a good quarterback. So it's just like how is he gonna improve off of that? I don't know. Exactly. It's like even fucking Daniel Jones will have games where you're like, oh shit, like <laughs> maybe maybe he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like obviously he's not, but still it's like when I'm just seeing absolutely nothing out. Even Mega Fitzpatrick, I swear it's every week now is getting beat over the top. AJ Brown just disgraced our entire franchise. Oh just right away, the first quarter. Yeah, it scores three touchdowns in his last touchdown in double coverage, just gets the ball. Somehow he is the only person standing after it, then just points at both of them. Like, I don't know. Good for Philly, though. Like, when they're not playing Steelers, I cheer for him because that fan base is <laughs> I just obsessed with it. But uh, it, I don't know. Yeah, like going back to you, you brought up Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is 25. He's a year older than Kenny Pickett, but he has three, two, three years of experience in the NFL already. Yeah. But uh, anyway, moving on from that. How about the Cowboys? You're, the Cowboys about put up a 50-burger on the Bears. Uh, but, I mean, scoring 29 on the Cowboys defense, you can kind of look at that, keep your head up. But it's then loss. But then... Uh, I want to lose. The, yeah, I guess I you do, care. because a uh, highlight from the weekend is Roquan Smith getting traded, second round and fifth round pick. You now have nine first round picks. Um, I mean, I guess if you just know... You're, this is what your team's going to do. I guess it's not as bad as where I'm sitting. I, you know, Justin Fields, the last two weeks, has looked awesome. That's not even, like, an exaggeration. Yeah, he's only throwing for, like, 170 last week, 150 this week. But he's not, like, that's not what he did. Oh, shit, his mic went out. <laughs> we have one mic. Idiot. That just doesn't fucking want to work half time. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I won't touch anymore. But, like. <laughs> I'm gonna have to switch over to the. We'll other. be right back. No, no, no we're good. Oh, okay. All right, you got it. Yeah, so like 170 and then 150. What, like, what do you want him to? You don't want him to throw for 130 yards. You have to add in his rushing. He had 60 rushing yards. He's rushing for damn near 70, 60, 70, 80 yards a game. Um, scoring touchdowns. He's running the ball like good, getting good yardage on all of them. They're running design runs for him now. His completions are going up because of that. Because you got to respect that part. We're just like playing good on offense because of him, because our coaches. I mean, it's not rocket science to figure out that, oh, our quarterback can run. Let's run him. It's really simple. <laughs> We've been saying it. I hate, like, one of my biggest things is I hate when people are, co- fans are coaching from their, from their home, watching on TV. But that's just simple. That's not coaching. That's just be like, hey, maybe we should try to run him because he's really fast. <laughs> he's like one of the fastest quarterbacks in the league. Why don't we try to run him? And look what happens when we do. We look good. He looks good. That's two weeks in a row now where he's ran the ball, probably the most he's ran all year, rolling out, design runs, everything. Get him a couple weapons. I think we got we got a guy. No, yeah, I mean, the and thing, you can't deny that. Like, right now with where Steelers sit compared to, like, where you guys sit, I'm a huge draft nerd. So, like, if I was, like, going into the year and, like, seeing my quarterback play good, see, like, a coach, like, that actually seems, like, a bit competent and then uh, – you just get to look forward to the draft. I mean, I'd be... He's the best. He, in that draft right now, he's the best quarterback. Oh, yeah. That came I mean, out of the draft. It's not... Cl- we're, I don't think it's close. And especially in this week, too, if you look at how all of them quarterbacks performed, it was really fucking bad. Well, and, like, obviously, so Fields didn't play great last year. Maybe some of those guys were better last year. But you could see, compared to them, like Mac Jones, for example, yeah, he looked good last year, like, better than Fields. Yeah. But what, what, like, was the upside really from him when you saw upside from fields in that in like last year playing you saw it he looked he had flashes and like you go through the quarterbacks trevor lawrence he's not he's not looking too good <laughs> zach yeah, wilson know. 
He's not looking too good. Right, we'll get to Zach Wilson. That yeah. was a and we, I mean, we haven't <laughs> seen Trey Lance, really. So, we, I guess we don't know on him. Then Fields and then uh, Mac Jones, like, for the first round. So, it's like, he by far, if you got to pick any of those guys, I would take Justin Fields over any of those guys if I had to start, my, start a team. Can you say that Justin Fields is undefeated versus uh, quarterbacks? In his? I th- yeah, yeah. I think I did say that. I mean, like, yeah. It's a hell of a stat. Well, it's just like, I... If you had to pick between all those guys to redo that draft, I'd take Justin Fields just because he can do more. When he can't throw the ball, well, at least he can run. None of those other quarterbacks really can. Well, like I mean, Trey fuck. And with well, we what, Trey targets, Lance, so. what targets he's throwing to also, I think he's making the best out of it. So. Right. And so, obviously, good quarterbacks will make good receivers. I'm not saying Justin Fields like a Hall of Fame quarterback by any means, so he can't do that yet. But look at every team, every good team in the NFL. They have good receivers. Granted, their quarterback's also pretty good, but... A lot of these guys got a receiver, and look what that boosted for them. Like, Bengals, when they got Jamar Chase, look where Burrow just shot up after a year. That was fucking unbelievable. Like, he just, boom, out, out of nowhere when they get one wide receiver. Um, I was going over Tua gets Tyreek. He already had Waddle last year. He looked good last year. Tyreek, boom, he, or Waddle, right, fuck, Tua, boom. It's just like, give these guys, what and Eagles, Jalen Hurts, their questions with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, look at where he goes. It's just every quarterback that you give them a give them something to throw to, they're all looking a lot better. So let's give them something to throw to and see what happens. Uh, anyway, the next game we have Vikings versus Cardinals. The Vikings are now six and one, and I think you look at the Vikings and it's kind of a great example of what a new coach can do. Because I think if Mike Zimmer coaches any of these games this year, they're probably looking at like five hundred. And uh, yeah, I mean we're still. I don't think anybody's like actual believers in the Vikings right now. No, you can't be with Kirk Cousins. But still, I mean, they're winning these games that they probably would have lost last year. Right. The and Grant, like I've said, I'm not a big on the Vikings yet, but they're still probably one of the better teams in the NFC because it's that bad. But Colin Coward said it best. Granted, he doesn't say a lot of smart things sometimes. <laughs> I like I like Colin Coward though. Exactly. But um, maybe it wasn't Coward. I don't know who said it, but they're like. You, they're not gonna. No, it was Florio. He said, "As long as Kirk Cousins is there, he's not. They're not gonna win because he has to be perfect." Yeah. And what are the odds he's perfect throughout <laughs> the playoffs? Any quarterback, really. At least like other teams, you can like make a mistake and you have a really good defense and like really good. Or you, your quarterback can like make up for it. But if he's not perfect, he's like the one good team they played. They got r- waxed. Like they got. Yeah, embarrassed. I was watching Around the Horn today. I mean, it was just and on in the background. I was on my laptop doing shit, but uh, they even brought up. They're like, "Yeah, the Vikings are six and one, but just wait till these." They're like, uh, "Primetime games are or playoff games are primetime games." <laughs> they're like, "Just what wait till one primetime game." Till that what was one one time primetime game you played this year. It was an Eagles game, and they got smoked. <laughs> he looked horrible in that game. Yeah, and I'm looking at our schedule: Packers losing record. Lions losing record. We went. We I think we did this last week. We're gonna do it again. <laughs> losing record. Got smoked by Eagles. Barely beat the Lions. Also losing record. Barely beat the Saints. Losing record. Barely beat the Bears. Losing record. Dolphins without Tua. Good win. Congrats. You beat them by eight. Should have lost too if they didn't. I think Jalen Waddle fumbled. He just lost yeah. the ball. And then Arizona this week. I mean they have a losing record. I'm pretty sure. And by eight. So I mean they just have. I don't think they're good. I gotta see some more. Yeah, but I mean, just talk about the Cardinals <clears throat> just for one thing. I mean, D Hop going back, wow. Their offense fifty six and a touchdown. Their offense is from the, the two weeks they've had D Hop. Yeah, it's drastically different. Yeah, I mean, granted, last week two of their touchdowns were pick sixes from Andy Dalton, but Brown scored again. They still play good. So Browns are up twenty five to nothing. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, the next game we have Panthers versus Falcons. Falcons are my favorite team to watch this year. Um, and obviously this year's season's over, but I've been talking about how frisky of a team the Falcons are. And, uh, I mean, I guess they shouldn't have won this game. Like DJ Moore tossing his helmet. Then Eddie Pinero, Luke, you know, a lot about him to miss field he was nails. <laughs> well, he missed two game winners With and, uh, the Falcons are now first place in the South. Yeah. And apparently that DJ Moore shouldn't have been a penalty, I guess. Yeah, apparently like if you're not field. on the field, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I Even don't know. if you're, like, yeah, if you're, like, not on the field, it shouldn't matter. And, like, a rules guy said that, too, and a couple other people. I don't know. I don't really know the rules, but apparently that's how it went. But, like you said, 48-yarder you should make. Yeah, and but what a fucking ball by P.J. Walker. I'm could like, not have been better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He threw his entire body into it right on the dot. Like, could have, like probably couldn't have been anywhere else. That was 
fucking awesome. What a game. See, like, if you're a bad team, just like what, Commanders and Colts, I'll even throw in there. I'll even throw these two teams in there. You don't want, so ba- you could Baker or Sam Darnold, you don't want them co- um, being a quarterback for a bad team because they think they're better than they are. They're trying to do whatever. <laughs> PJ Walker is looking just to play. Yeah. So that look what happens when he comes in. Commanders, Carson Wentz is probably better than Heineke. Carson Wentz is, he's just weird. I don't know. He's weird. I mean, he's not. He's, he's like Baker. He's like Baker and stuff. So why would, I'd rather have Heineke playing from a bad team. Like, and like Mariota over, I mean, I would say it again, Matt Ryan, like, <laughs> because they're, they're like your bad team. So who gives a shit? Let's at least have a quarterback that can be exciting and fun. And make some plays. Like, yeah. I don't know. And not in over their head thinking how good they are. No, yeah, exactly. Like Baker right. and Darnold and Carson Wentz Russell and Wilson. Matt Ryan. <laughs> we'll get to that game. Oh, but yeah. They it's look the like they're coming around to Russ like the players are. Um, but the next game I have, the Seahawks versus the G-Men. Uh, Giants lost two fumbles on kick returns that turned into 14 Seahawks points and scored their only touchdown at, like, the goal line because Tyler Lockett fucking fumbled. But uh, the Giants think they're a good team but they can't afford to beat themselves like they did in this game and, like, be able to pull themselves out of it. And uh, then Tyler Lockett, after the game, going up to the press conference, and he's like, yeah, like, we're winning this year because nobody's, like, selfish. Like, everybody yeah. just wants to win. They're playing for each other. It's They're, like, like it, unlike last year. No, it's like, he's like, the quote was, like, good, too. He goes, it's easy to win when no one cares who gets the credit. Yeah, yeah, that make, yeah. And it was him, Gino, and DK were standing there. <laughs> but, yeah, the Giants, the Gi- I mean, I think we kind of, they were 6-1, and one, but we all kind of knew they weren't really great necessarily. But did you see what PFF rated? They rated 1 through 32 going into this week, and they're 30, they had the Giants as the worst team. <laughs> According to their, like, the two lost Giants. According to their little calculations, had Giants last. Well, I don't know. Like I said, though, if they don't lose those two fumbles on their kicks that right. turn into 14, I mean, totally different yeah, game. I'm not saying they're, like, really bad. At six. I think they're solid, but I don't think they're 6-2 and two good. I think they're more like a 500 team, right. which is good for them, like considering the year they're kind of having or would, were le- would like to have going into the year. Kind of like the Seahawks. I think they're like that. Uh, 49ers versus Rams. So great quote from George Kittle. He called SoFi Stadium, uh, Levi Stadium South because it, it was so funny. I think it was NFL memes or whatever on Instagram. They had a picture of the crowd at SoFi. And it was just all red. And they're like, oh, that's kind of cool how the Rams fans dressed up as uh, 49ers fans for Halloween this year. But, yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely pathetic. Uh, the Niners are 7-1 and one versus the Rams since 2019. Well, minus uh, the one loss NFC a... championship game, yeah. But then uh, Christian McCaffrey with the hat trick, uh, pass one, run one, and uh, catch one. That's fucking sweet. I mean, this is they're a front running team by far. When you have Grapple as your quarterback, you if you're winning, they weren't winning, I guess. If you, though, if you think about it, like first half, but once they get a lead with Garoppolo and like you have McCaffrey, you can do so much. They're just gonna be such so hard to beat. They already have such a good run game, and McCaffrey can do so much, and Grapple is such a good game manager. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Rams just aren't good. When you were talking about, though, getting that lead, though, is the biggest thing. I brought this up last week, but the podcast got deleted. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is 1 in 39 or something like that going into the fourth quarter with a deficit of three points or more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. Cause, yeah. Yeah. But, like, the, with the Niners, I mean, they're easily a team that could be up by the fourth quarter and just went out right. So I, I don't know. I do think they're. I think they're really good though. Oh, for sure. Their defense is so fast; they fly around. It's. A, I don't know. I. I like the Niners a lot. Yeah, their defense is just. It's really they fucking good. But like when they played the Chiefs, that was by far their worst game. Like it wasn't even close. Like the Chiefs just demolished them. But right. still, like it's the Chiefs. So. And um, they didn't have Debo this game. Yeah, that's a really good point. But Brandon Ayuk. Was played really well. Uh, then the next game, Bills versus Packers. Real chippy game here. Uh, the Packers now have four straight losses. That's <laughs> good music to your ears, but, I mean, them four losses, how bad they are, it's unbelievable. I mean, obviously losing to the Bills, kind of sticking around in this game. So yeah, not, they made it a game, though. Yeah, not as bad for the Packers, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just the season is <laughs> so fucking bad. 
Yeah, I mean, they're done. It's like, <laughs> but like, you can't even count them out, though, either, because the NFC is so bad. Because, like, you think about it, I mean, you have the Eagles, Cowboys. So, no, they're, I mean, Eagles, Vikings, Niners, probably. And then who knows in that other division. And then, obviously, Cowboys. So, I mean, you could still get in if you're the Packers. Because everyone's so bad. Right. Like, even division winners suck. Like, you could, I don't know. But Rodgers just isn't good without weapons, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, like, Dobbs Lazard didn't had play. a pretty decent game. Yeah, Lazard, Lazard didn't play. play. But uh, that whole conversation between Stephon Diggs and, and Jair Alexander, that's, like, all time. Stephon Diggs all year has been getting in everybody's face. Yeah, I don't as, know what happened. Like, he just. He's a menace. Been turning into the cockiest motherfucker ever. As soon as he got. That touchdown, I think it was in the first quarter. I just go, he's the best wide receiver in football. And then Jair Alexander, after the game, they asked him what he said to him, and he said, I told him he couldn't mess with me, and he's a little boy. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they guarded each other. No, they didn't. But, well, they Jair never actually the saw I actually saw clips of them, like, facing up, but it was mainly on running plays, and they were just scrapping at it the, the entire game. Time. Well, yeah, I don't think Jair ever really guards the one. I think they, like, the pack. I think he always guards the other guy. Yeah, uh, number two, but yeah, no, I just saw. I'm like literally just have the stats up, and I just saw it. It was not on Jair at all. Jair wasn't even on the field. I don't think when he scored. But I mean, they're so good. But I think I told you this. Colin Coward said it. He's like they they rely so much on Josh Allen to do every little thing for them, everything. Yeah. You can tell how they play too. It's like. If he's not, if he plays bad, they're not going to win. Because look what he, he didn't play that good in the second half. He threw two interceptions, and they only scored three points. If he doesn't play like perfect or like really good, which he's been damn near perfect all year, they just they don't look good. Almost. I mean, I know one of them interceptions was in the red zone. And they just try to throw it away, and they're just having to be uh, shit. What's his face? One of their one. Of the, I don't know. One of the Packers players picked it off, but I mean, it probably would have turned into seven if he didn't throw it away. But. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. Yeah, because he tried to spike it and they read it like a book. It yeah. was Jair, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, read yeah. it. He yeah. read it like a book. Yeah, and just basically, yeah. But I mean, that's a good play by Jair. But yeah, I don't know. I just, obviously the Bills are probably the best team right now. I still think Chiefs are better, even though they beat them. So I can't really argue there. <laughs> but whatever. Then uh, the next game we have Dolphins versus Lions. Uh, Waddle and Hill had such good games that the Lions fired their DB coach after the game. <laughs> Tyreek Hill might have 2,000 yards receiving this year. Oh, it's fucking awesome. He All he does is get 150-plus every single game. <laughs> it's so insane. Yeah, what Mike McDaniel's doing is it's just absolutely unreal. He pretty much just took what uh, Cooper Cup did last year. He's like, we're going to do the same thing. With, with two guys. With the, yeah, two of the fastest wide receivers in the league. Like, I think Tyreek Hill has gotten double-digit targets every game, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane because when you got a guy like Tua who apparently is like knock his arm strength, who gives a shit? Just get it to the playmakers and let them go, which was literally what everyone said all year. Tyler, let's go. <laughs> uh, now let's hop into our Brittany Mahomes mid teams of the week. Mama, mama, mid. Titans versus Texans. The Titans are five and two. I have no idea how, but the score was seventeen to ten. I, the Titans haven't won a game scoring over twenty four points. Their schedule, pretty ass, but their only losses are to the Giants and Bills. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just Mike Vrabel just winning games, smash it in your face, just run the fucking piss out of the ball, drain the clock, and, uh, yeah, just keep it low scoring, and they're coming out on top on a lot of these games. It's insane how good of a coach Vrabel is, and he just get, no one talks about it. Because they're the there's, most boring team there's in football. No, yeah, but there's <laughs> no reason this team should have got, got the one seed last year, is 5-2 and two this year, and got... They might have been the one seed two years ago, or one or two seed two years ago, too. They just, obviously, they're in a shitty division, so that helps. But they still win. Like, it's insane how much they, how good they are every year. But uh, shout out Malik Willis, though, for only throwing 55 passing yards. I had a bunch of anxiety going into this game, like, thinking if he balls out, I'm just going to hate myself forever. 32 and, uh, carries from Derek Henry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, <laughs> I mean, thank God they're not confident Willis's arm because oh my god if he would have lit it up I don't know what I would have done I honestly think I might have you, you know what he did do though run the ball he won yeah that's a good point cool. I mean that's all he can really ask for in the end of the day yeah I guess he has half a more win than Pickett does <laughs> Pickett got hurt though. but uh next game we have 
Patriots versus Jets. Uh, Brees Hall is out one week, and now Zach Wilson throws for 355 yards. But he did throw three picks. and It wasn't a good 355. Yeah, not at all. I mean, they were down. And uh, New England has now won 12 in a row versus the Jets. <laughs> like, do you think Bill Belichick just fucking smirks here to here when he sees the Jets on his fucking uh, schedule? It's unbelievable. The, the Jets could have won. They had so many chances to win this game. They just don't. They just didn't. Like, they just blew it. Like, Mac Jones didn't play good at all. Um, What was that tweet? Remember that tweet I told you about? I don't know. Is it Zach Wilson is like if Patrick Mahomes played every game blackout drunk. <laughs> and it's fact, because all he does is run around like Mahomes runs around and then throws it <laughs> to the other team. Did you see what Billy Football was saying about it? Oh, no. Like, Zach Wilson said this, apparently. He said he doesn't let... So, early, like, when they were winning the games, he was rolling out, throwing it away. Apparently, he doesn't like throwing it away. Because it's boring or something. <laughs> like, he literally said, he goes, I, he doesn't like throwing it away. He likes trying to make a play. It's like, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. No, it's probably Aggressive. a terrible thing. I mean, like, you... you I don't... He, he literally said, it's, like, boring to throw it away. As, as you see, like, Josh Allen progress, like, they were talking about how he stopped throwing it so fucking hard, and he also learned, like, throw the ball away. You don't and, need to make a play. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's... And, uh, like... That's so funny that a quarterback says that he goes, I don't, I get bored rolling out of the pocket and taking a sack or not taking a sack. I just like throw, or not, not take a sack. He just, I just don't like throwing it away. It's boring. Okay. (laughs) You like to have fun. You like gunslinger. Maybe you like to make plays, but fuck, fuck. And then I think (laughs) big cats, like, then you got to be like, uh, you got to be like more like Jalen hurts. When he throws away, he throws that bitch as hard as he can into the stands every single time. But no, yeah, like that that ball he tried to throw away, it got picked. Or did you just say that? No, I like, just saw it though. Yeah, he tried to throw it in the. But why don't you throw it out of bounds? Yeah, he like he didn't throw, throw it. The, he didn't throw it out of bounds enough, and Devin McCourty just sniffed it out. And like, no, that was one. Yeah, he like was it a toe tap? Is that what you're talking uh, about? McCourty had two picks. There was one. Okay, the, the one I just one, saw yeah. was the wide receivers like down the field, like. 50, 40, 50 yards. He throws it like 10 yards short, just probably trying to spike, kind of like what Josh Allen did, uh-huh. but not 10 yards on the field. He tried to throw like 30 yards, like <laughs> spike it, and the corner just like ran up and caught it, like a diving <laughs> catch right at the sideline. It's like, just throw the ball into the stands. It's simple. I guess but he doesn't like doing that. <laughs> it's too boring. Not exciting enough. And then he shut the reporter up. They said something about his numbers. He goes, I don't care about stats after the press conference, which is a good thing, but. Clearly, you don't like throwing the ball away. You like uh, throwing interceptions instead. Uh, then the next game, Brady Mahomes, mid-teams of the week. We have versus Saints, and the Raiders go scoreless. Uh, Super Camario on Halloween, three toddies. Have a hell of a game. But, wow, what a fucking shit show out of this Raiders offense. I You can't throw to Devontae Adams. <laughs> Every time. But, like, no, like you can. But he had one catch. Yeah. That if you if you have Devontae Adams, he should have damn near ten catches a game. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. Well, in that Raiders offense, if uh Josh Jacobs isn't running for like two hundred yards, they're kinda just useless right. this year. Because, and because you should target Tay fifteen times. Obviously you can't throw him every time because that'd be stupid. But honestly, you probably should. Compared to your, he likes this Hollins guy over Devontae yeah, Adams. He does. You have the best wide receiver in the league, arguably, and you keep throwing to Hollins? No, like, uh, what's his name? McDaniel, the coach. It's not Mike, but whatever his fucking name is from the. Uh, is it Je- Jeff? Josh? Yeah, Josh McDaniels from the Patriots. He, like, it's obvious he made Josh Jacobs a good player. Without he runs his offenses, but he's not doing what you need to get Tay open at all times. Like all these other elite wide receivers are getting with their offense coordinators and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's bad. So bad. I and mean, Derek Carr sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like I, I was so high on him going into this year, and he's just <laughs> couldn't be worse. But uh, next we have Chris Collinsworth shouldn't be allowed on TV. Teams of the week. Uh, high school girls love me. You're 14 to 18. I'm a big star with them. As soon as they, you know, as soon as they mature, after about 18 years old, they start figuring out that, I wait a minute, I know there's better than that out there, you know? Anybody gets allowed with that, gets away with that. But, uh, 
Broncos versus Jags. Uh, first of all, Russell Wilson on the airplane doing high knees and working out for four of the eight hours they were on the plane. Like that's just, And then before the game, posted this on our Instagram, he's doing this like meditation shit in the middle of the yeah, field he does before that. the it's game. Weird. And he's got like nine people surrounding him, like recording him. And like, I remember when the Steelers he played the camera, when the Steelers played the Seahawks last year, he like did that whole thing where he's like running around the field, like acting like he's playing like old pointing the receivers and shit. Literally when just, he was out, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah he was wasn't just, back yet. He's just like using his imagination. It was the weirdest shit ever. And then of course he has to report with a Broncos nation. Let's ride at the end of the game. Like, you barely fucking beat the Jags. Like, get over but yourself. You, the players looked like they, like, KJ Handler went up to him during his press conference and, like, hugged him or something. <laughs> it looks like they're starting to kind of come around because, obviously, winning cures everything. So, obviously, you win a game, it's going to be like that. But, I don't know. I think you def- he's definitely a guy that gets it takes time to get used to, especially when you're a young player. Like, we've t- talked about it all the time. Young players don't want to play with him. But I think he's a guy you got to – it takes time to get used to a guy like that. I don't know how you do just because he's a weirdest person. Like, who do you think is weirder, him or uh, James Winston? James <laughs> I feel Winston's like, not close. I feel like James, James Winston at least is funny. No, because he's unintentional with it. I think Russ does some of this stuff just because. Yeah, like, he knows what he's doing. Shit. James Winston's so unintentional with it. And, like, that rap he – oh, my God. That yeah, if you pull it up, that would be awesome. <laughs> that James Winston freestyle. It was, it was actually pretty solid. It, and then he went to the camera. He goes, you get that? Yeah. You get <laughs> that? Like, you better you got that. I'm, I'll pull it up here. James – I don't know how to spell James. Found it. No, where's his rapping? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It's locker room, guys. But uh, next game, Commanders versus Colts. Uh, no one – at all should be allowed or should have to watch a football game between Taylor Heineke and Sam Ellinger. So that was the reason why I put this on my should be allowed on TV. 2-0. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's a future. Uh, he's just Like I said, he's just that's a guy you want to root for, no matter if you're a Commanders fan or not. But then Carson Wentz, who get no one likes him. <laughs> I mean, no one. Yeah, I guess if you're a player in the locker room, you're just like, well, might as well try this guy out. He used to hammer beers. Yeah, that's a good, really good point. Then he uh, buys a pair of Jordans in the colorway of every team he beats. That's kind of sick. That actually is kind of badass. I don't find this so bad. And then, yeah, I guess that's all I have for football, unless you got anything else. <laughs> no. Uh, let's move into NCAA football. If Iowa versus Northwestern, we put up a lot of points in this game. 33 to, what, 13 was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, hell of a game. I know it's Northwestern, but, I mean, something to hang your hat on. Petrus threw for over 200 yards. So, I mean, can't really complain. Yeah, I mean, everyone said, everyone, when we talk about this game, they're like, oh, you played Northwestern. Well, you guys are the same people that said we suck. <laughs> so, what do you want us to do? Like, if, we, if we're so bad, we should have lost? It's like okay, we won. We beat. A, we won a game. We're supposed to convincingly cover the spread. Okay, like I don't know why <laughs> he covered the spread. Like, I don't know what you're like bitching about just because we're happy because we won a game. I know they suck, but apparently you guys think we suck too. So and I do too, obviously. But if you're gonna say we suck, Northwestern does too. You can't have that excuse. Should have been a better game then. If we both are horrible. Northwestern hasn't won a game on U.S. soil since, like, December, though, of last year, apparently. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Uh, now let's hop We in. own Northwestern. <laughs> uh, let's hop into our, what's it called? Oh, Week 10, Strippers of the Week. Sweet cherry pie, yeah. That was, that was loud. Well, I mean, it's meant to be. But uh, let's talk about the most fun team in college football right now. <laughs> Every time it got played this week, just screaming it. Like, it was so loud. When you're good, I mean. Night game, ultimate jersey game. Like, it was perfect for, like, Halloween, Oh, my God, Like, black with a fucking orange lettering. And, no, their pregame thing where they do have the T, and then... They split it up. The like the band does a T, yeah. And then they split up right before the players come out. And the only thing that's lit is the inside of the T, <laughs> is awesome. And shout out Kentucky's offense coordinator for saying we are not a team to put up that puts up fifty. That's gonna put up fifty because he was right. Yeah, they only put, put up, up six. six. <laughs> um, it's 
that's a recipe for disaster when you're playing a team that averages 50 and you go out and say, we aren't a team that puts up 50. What do you expect? Back to the vault, like, this is... All right, you can talk about, uh, like, how Cohen brought up the LSU thing, like, how he's comparing them, but is it... I've never, like, had so much fun, like, watching a college football team this year. I mean, you have... The whole Rocky Jaylen Top Hyatt thing. Has 14 touchdowns alone. Yeah. You have the whole Rocky Top thing. Then you have the uh, field goal post thing. You have the field getting torn out. You have the security guard dancing with the cheerleaders. Oh, my God. That's it's so just funny. electric moment of the weekend. And then it's just, yeah, like like you said about uh, Hyatt, it's unbelievable how uh, Hubel is, like, getting him open so often. Touchdowns he had in this game. Wide like, open. He would score, and then he, like, wouldn't even do a uh, touchdown dance for, like, a little bit. He's so open. Yeah, I feel like he's, like, looking around, like, did I just score that fucking easily? Like, it, and it's like, unreal. Here's the difference, I think, like, so, like, teams like this have, in the past, have just, like, okay, they win, then they eventually start losing. But it's, like, I think they should be ranked number one for a couple reasons. So, the, fir- the first, so they beat Pitt in overtime. That's a bad, like, win, I guess you could say. But then they beat Florida... Five five, but it was better, more than that because they scored a touchdown late, right? They went to LSU and beat the shit out of them. Uh-huh. And LSU has two losses this year, one to them and Florida State in a game we talked about. LSU's a good team. Then they beat Alabama. It's how they beat Alabama. They were down late in the game. They still end up coming out and winning that game. And then Kentucky's coming when you have Georgia next week. You know it's game day. You know it's the biggest game of the year. And you come and the, it's easily look ahead spot where you win this game by like three. They come out and pound them. them, just shit on them. Like it's how can how they're winning these games is like unbelievable. That's why this is no bias. This is why I think Hennon Hooker deserves to be the Heisman because how he's winning these games against way better teams, he's smoking them, and no, it's not he, even close. Yeah, he's unstoppable. Like it, it's not even just with his legs either, which you'd think. Like it, the ball he's. The balls he's like placing are insane. Right. Like if you go watch the highlights of that Alabama game, these guys are just making big plays and he's just dropping it in buckets. Like it's fucking nuts. But um, they're so good and like Kentucky's not a bad team by any means, and they just smoked them. And if you know anything about like betting or anything, it's easy look ahead spot. Yep. So many people, you could look at this game, the line 10, 10, and then you say, see who Tennessee plays next week. You're like, I'm hammering Kentucky because they're gonna looking for Georgia. No. Week at a time, they just come out and smoke these guys. It's unbelievable how good they're playing. I don't know how they're not ranked number one. I don't get it, like, at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess just Georgia. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, And they're tied for, with Ohio State at two. At least says they're both two. Yeah, so I was going to talk about Ohio State. So they kind of had a weird game with Penn State. It was like pretty fucking solid game, but uh, I think Trace McSorley wins this game for Penn State because he doesn't throw <laughs> he doesn't throw fucking three picks. I mean, it's a Sean Clifford game. Yeah, it's just what he does. Sean Clifford, and uh, I mean, he even threw a pick like right by his own goal line. One of their defense linemen took it to the end zone for a pick six, and that same defense lineman also had an interception earlier you in the game. See his stat line? Yeah, it was unreal. He had like two tackles for loss, two interceptions, a fumble recovery, yeah, fumble two recovery, t- a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, Lo- and the thing is, we were watching the game, and Logan said it was him and. He's a freshman this year. There's a fuck. I don't know. Yeah, that's Logan, basketball player, high recruit, playing on the same team as him. And Logan, so Logan's. Like, I know that guy. He's like really. He was a really good basketball player, but he's the number one. I think he's the number one recruit in the country. I think either this year, or like last year, he was. So apparently, he's really good. But, um, I think you take. I think almost is a good thing for Ohio State how they won this game though, because they were down late, kind of similar like Tennessee, and their defense is what won them. Which is yeah, kind of like it's a good thing. You would want rather see that than like the offense throw for. I don't know. I'd rather see you win a game where you still score forty four, and your defense is what wins you the game when you're Ohio State because that's always been your flaw. Well, then late to get ahead, they uh, hit um Ibunka. How do you say his name? Ibuka. Yeah, Ibuka makes an insane catch, and then very next play, uh, Travion Anderson just automatically. Hit. Right. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. They're yeah. Touchdown play type team. Marvin Harrison had a hell of a game. He's unguardable. But, and it's not like, so, okay, Penn State, maybe they're not like, like amazing. They don't, but you got to think, this is a tough place to play in. For sure. And it's always close when Ohio State plays Penn State. I think Penn State covers that spread almost every year they play. So, I I don't think it's, you can't knock Ohio State by any means. 
I just think that Tennessee was should have been higher before this game even started, but I, I have, take nothing away from this. I just have to say one more thing about Ohio State. Uh, me and Bino were watching this, and uh, it was like pretty close game. I think Penn State might have even been up, and uh, Bino goes, oh, it's a Penn State wideout. so hard to win on a Penn State wideout. And I'm like, oh, you mean every fucking home game they have? Yeah, no, because <laughs> it was supposed to be stripes. Yeah. But if you saw this crowd, it was kind of striped. <laughs> but well, I you can tell they tried to do the stripe. I imagine their fans just like uh, by white. Fuck it, yeah, probably. Um, then next, UCLA jumps two spots to ten after just waxing Stanford. Uh, DTR Congrats. didn't even play that good, but uh, the running back Zach Carbonette, two hundred yards, three touchdowns. That'll I mean Stanford's not. will get done. <laughs> yeah, but uh, then. A lot of people didn't move this week, and if they did, it mm-hmm. wasn't by that much. But uh, I guess the top people anyway. But uh, Kansas State, they jumped nine uh, spots of 14 after shutting out Oklahoma State without Adrian Martinez, and Deuce Vaughn just did Deuce Vaughn things. They didn't have Martinez this game? No. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't watch the game because they played at the same time as Iowa, I think. And once it got down, I just, like, didn't care because mm-hmm. I had Oklahoma State uh, spread. So once it got big, I was like, oh, whatever. But damn, I did not know that that he didn't play. Yeah, Oklahoma State does this every year though. <laughs> they like start the year undefeated. They're obviously already ranked high, so it's like okay, they're really good, and then they just lose two, one or two games. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, then next we have Ole Miss jumps four spots to eleven with a road win over uh, Texas A&M. Uh, Kiffin calling out Jimbo. What do you call him? The Joker. He called him. He so he him and like he doesn't. So him and um, what's his name are still friends, like him and Saban, obviously. Yeah. But they both apparently Jimbo talks shit about both of them. <laughs> so he said a couple things. For, so he goes, when somebody attacks you personally and calls you and a good buddy Nick Saban clowns, you take that personally. I guess I can be a clown for Halloween. That's what. He's, and then after the game, they said, "What are you going to be for Halloween?" He goes, "Oh, I don't really dress up, but uh, maybe Jimbo has a Joker costume for me." <laughs> He's such a savage. I love Lake Kevin because well, he doesn't see, give a shit about anything. You see uh, Ole Miss had fire extinguishers on the sideline, and they got, like, no. a turnover, and, like, the entire sideline oh, yeah, just, just fire extinguished. <laughs> uh, Lane Kevin is probably the, the – have you seen – have you heard that story about him when he was coaching at Bama, I guess, off, offense coordinator? Yeah, you'd have to tell me it, but – It's so funny. So, Saban would have, like, meetings with the coaches and, like, even players too, like, everyone. He said Lane Kevin would show up five minutes, ten minutes late all the time, just sit down in a chair, like, kick back, kick his feet up, and just, like, be sipping on, like, a pop or something or eating or something, and Nick Saban wouldn't say a thing to him. Yeah, I mean, if you're that fucking good <laughs> at your job. Well, he's just that, like, he, that's just who he is. He yeah. just doesn't really give a shit, and he's going to obviously produce because that team he coached was unbelievable. No, and you'd think Ole Miss would be, like, air raid offense, but this Quashon J- Judkins – 200 yards and a tutty. Like, I was watching highlights of this game. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm I, like, they haven't, didn't even need to pass this game. They just ran the ball like, to their throats. Lane Kiffin's probably a top three coolest person in oh, yeah. America. It's in, like, he doesn't give a shit about anything. Picking up recruits in his bends and shit. Like, <laughs> literally. And then, yeah, he picks him at the airport. He has, like, an Uber. He says <laughs> he, he said he's their limo driver. And the shit he does, like, last year when they played Bama, it ended up aging pretty poorly. He goes, get your popcorn ready. And then they just got smoked. Yeah, then, uh, He's just so funny. He's calling Ole Miss a sip. And then yeah, the sip. Like, drip, drip, <laughs> drip, drip, drip a sippy or whatever. Yeah, he has, he has drip in the sip or something. Yeah. Has like a, a sweatshirt. He's such a savage. It's hilarious. How can you not get behind a coach like that? Oh, I'd fucking love it. <laughs> uh, LSU climbs a 15 on a bye week. Good for them. They're, I, they're, I think they're really good. Uh, they have I Alabama this do. week. Though, I know. So I, coming to Baton Rouge, though. Yeah. That place is going to be rocking because if if LSU wins this game, they'll obviously take the standing. They'll take the lead in the whatever East West whatever they're in. Yeah, and with a game to lose because they both have they both have a loss and they'd have the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So they have a game to if they. This is huge for either of these teams. Pretty much, winner goes to the championship. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're way higher on LSU than I am, but. Uh... So the next stripper we have of the week, UNC climbs four spots to 17. Drake May had over 400 yards and five tutties. Enough said. Like, this guy's just such a fucking stud. How did their defense do? What did you say the score was? Uh, I don't know the score. Um, Oh, I I got it. 
42-24. I mean, their defense is horrendous, but... 24 points, pretty good. <laughs> no, I... I they're, they're so quietly 7-1. and one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, all these ACT... All these ACC be in the teams are just game. driving me nuts. It's be, like I can't get a grip on any of them. They'll be in the championship game because the the other the other like their side of the ACC is they're the best team. The other side has Wake Forest, NC State, yeah. Clemson, everyone. Then uh, next, oh yeah, no, I already said this. Oklahoma State they dropped nine spots. They got shut out. Yeah, I've said. Bad. Uh, Wake Forest drops ten spots. They got fucking embarrassed by Louisville. I didn't. Think Louisville even game. played football anymore? It was such a trap game. It was three point spread. <laughs> Did he take it? I wanted to, but I like Wake Forest. Like yeah, I, I want because I like yeah. Sam Hartman so much. I I don't know. I just I, I didn't want to take it. Uh, another team that got smacked. Syracuse dropped six spots after getting destroyed Took by Notre one. Dame. Notre Dame money line. That was easy. Then uh, our new members of the week: Liberty off a of bye week, Oregon State off a of bye week, and UCF number they beat number twenty Cincinnati. I, I love that um we were just talking about Oregon State gets ranked. Yeah, like what the fuck? It's, they're six and two. Yeah, I know. But and their losses are to USC like and close. They should have beat they could have beat USC. It was like seventeen to ten. Who's the other one? Oregon maybe? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, Oregon waxed them, I think. But Oregon's really good. Uh then next we have our college dropouts of the week. See you later, stinky. Yeah, uh, Kentucky, after losing to Tennessee, talked about that. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. lost to UCF, talked about that. And South Carolina, they lose to Missouri. Why were they ranked? Like 23 to 10 or something like that. Spencer Rattler sucked balls. And, <laughs> I mean, I wonder how uh, Missouri's kicker did. Remember him? When, who they play? Who they almost beat this oh, year? And uh, Georgia. Yeah. And that kicker just lit it up. But. Uh, I got to. How is South Carolina? How are they ranked? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. They I don't beat, fucking get it. So, okay, so they lost to Arkansas, Georgia. That's two of their losses, and then they beat Kentucky and A and M back to back weeks. That's how they got ranked, I guess. Like what? Then uh, moving on to the next thing, Miss McCarran's shout out to the week. Come on. You see that lovely lady there? She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also Miss Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend. Okay. Uh, shout out to Pac-12. They have five ranked teams now. I think three of them inside the top ten. Like, fucking great for them. I think it's U- USC, Oregon, UCLA, Utah, Pac- and Oregon State. They're the second best conference. Which is <laughs> fucking wild. It's not, like, it's not close. <coughs> yeah, I you mean. You can make an argument for any other conference. Yeah, with how bad Big Ten is, Big Twelve, like their top teams, it should be top teams every year, aren't good. Yeah, it's ACC even. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. But uh, then my next shout out of the week, shout out Auburn for finally firing their coach. What a dumpster fire! <laughs> dumpster fire that of was going on. A stretch of years there. I I just Who's hope. Next? I just hope Auburn. Oh, their their Dion? interim coach. Their interim coach is uh, Cadillac Williams. Dion maybe up next. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Cadillac Williams, electric name. I don't know how he'll be as an interim coach. But, yeah, if they get Dion, that would be something. I want Auburn to be good so bad. I don't know. Like, I like when they're good. What were they thinking get rid of Melzahn? Where is Melzahn at now? UCF. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, you, they won the Iron Bowl, obviously, a while ago. But like, were they? I guess I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe he was really bad, but I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I never really got that, but I could be wrong. I maybe he was really bad. Then uh, my last shout out. Shout out the Michigan Michigan State game for showing what real rivalries are all about. Michigan has to do something about that stupid locker. No, the yeah. same tunnel. No, that it, yeah, it happens when they play Ohio State. Oh, all every all time. The time they're just screaming at each other, like a bunch of people getting like held back from fighting. Like it's unreal. And uh, I mean, Michigan, you're gonna fucking four on one a guy like that, that's Michigan such State, a. You mean, Michigan yeah, State Michigan State. State. The, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, that's like, I don't know. Hasbula said it best. He goes, "Real men fight one on one. Like right. just fight one on one." Like, what's the like? What do he do? What do he say? What do you hurt your feelings that you lost the game? Like you suck. You're not yeah. a good team this year. I can see if it was like a heated game. Like it was like they're both six and zero or like both seven and zero or whatever. Like Michigan State's bad this year. I just don't understand. 
Yeah, then... I don't know what happened, but... Somebody in the crowd, I don't know if they said something, but, like, right by the railing, Mel Tucker, like, slapped their hand, like, really hard or something. I don't know what that was all about, but... (laughs) Mel Tucker's walking by, and this guy reaches out and touches his head. Oh, yeah, that'll do it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't know at first either what happened, and then all of a sudden, I watched it again, and you just see him reach and just do, like, just tap his head. And the guy had a maroon sweatshirt on, so I don't know if he was, like, just there or what. <laughs> He's bored. But um, I think of Michigan, they just run down your throat. Yeah. Back, Mike Corum, and then who's uh, their other guy, too? Edwards or whatever. Yeah. That game is going to be crazy, Ohio State-Michigan. It's yeah. got to be one of the best, like, ever. It's at the, the horseshoe, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. at the shoe, too. Yeah. But uh, when, when's that game? End of the game, end of the year, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, makes year. sense. Um, anything else on college football? No, I don't think so. No, uh, baseball, we do have the World Series. Uh, the game got delayed tonight, so can watch that. But uh, I didn't watch the first two because I've been busy. I watched first game uh, at the bar. That was oh, yeah, yep, that was fucking awesome. Um, I thought it was over once it got 5 0. I really did. Yeah, the Phillies won game one, then Strolls won game two. Uh, Justin Verlander double birded. He's Philly so crowd. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Have you seen the – I think it was – there's a there's a pitcher. I don't know what pitcher it is. But he could throw, like, how many innings and just be, like, the worst thing ever. I, I don't know the exact thing. And he still would have a better year than Berlander. I don't know the exact number, so it's kind of, like, weird what I'm saying right now. But like he's just – he's a hor- he's never won a World Series game. No, yeah. Um, they – so – the Astros went up and remember 5-0 like, in that game, and then I was, like, watching a game with, I don't know, somebody at Galing's house, and they're like, yeah, but it's Verlander in the World Series. Like, he's not going to win. And then all of a sudden, Philly started putting some hits mm-hmm. together, start scoring in the game. It was because it was similar, like, because, fuck, well, he's, like, they showed the stat when he's up by, when he has, like, a five or four more run lead, he's, like, 100 and some, 130, 160 and like, one. And then he blew that Lead get made at five to five, so he wouldn't have got a loss. I don't think, I guess necessarily, but I uh, and the game two, they just kind of Houston rolled them, kind of. But the series is in Philly. But it now. made that game got close. I what, did, what was the final score? I forget, but it was same situation. It was like five nothing, and Philly came back and had runners on base, and they just didn't score them. But uh, yeah, you see Bryce Harper's like interview, like talking about Philly fans. Oh like, yeah, it was all, that was after they won, I think. Yeah, he's like, I don't care where you're from, or like, blah blah, this that and that. Just talking about Philly fans, and he goes, if you wear that Phillies cross your stress like we do, he goes, you're just b- much as part of this right. team as uh, any of us are. And like, oh shit, like Bryce fucking loves this. Place. Oh no, he loves it more than anything. He was like crying. It's his personality, Philly is. Yeah, and you, it feels so bad for. It's so funny because Jalen hurts. Have you seen all that shit? How that one press conference he wore all Astros stuff because he's from Houston. Oh no, like, shit. he's an Astros fan. Oh fuck, but then, that's a bold move. But he did say he said he had a press conference like an, either before or after it where he had all Eagles stuff on. And he goes, he goes, it's tough, you know. I'm from Arizona, or I'm from Houston. Um, I grew up Houston fan, all this shit. He goes, but this is my colors now. He goes, I'm in Philly. No one's gonna get mad at him for wearing Houston. I don't know, just because they're undefeated, probably. But he like, if is, he was like a mid quarterback, he wouldn't do it though. Fucking dis- he wouldn't do oh, it. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, hopefully. I hope he so. Yeah. I hope so. If you were, if they were like the Commanders, and he was like a Carson Wentz, and he did that, you get death threats. <laughs> you know what, Philly I, fans? I think Philly fans are like, you know what? That's one guy that I think is fine. Yeah, they're like, you can do whatever the fuck. <laughs> and he's he such, a, yeah, he's such a good guy too. He's not like an asshole or anything. He'd be like, you know what? But he did say, like, he goes, but he goes at the same time though, he's like. My heart's here. He goes, this is my team. These are my colors. But I don't know. So I think they're fine with it. I call the PMT guys were talking about how uh, Mike Trout, like, has to go to one of these Phillies home games. And they're like, "It's he's the biggest Phillies fan of all time. He has to come and support his best friend, Bryce Harper. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, then uh, basketball. He's a Phillies fan, though. Bas- Philly fan. <laughs> uh, basketball. Uh, the Lakers won a game. I mean, I know all of you that They're care at all about basketball. You probably know that because it's fucking everywhere when they do win. But uh, They're yeah, so they, bad. It's like it, it's yeah, hard. it's like historically bad. <laughs> How, you can't win in the NBA without shooting threes. Yeah, they're just their so best. Their best player, other than LeBron James, is Austin Reeves. I swear to God. Yeah, um, I said this. Stand by that. I said this in uh, last week's podcast. It got deleted. Um, the Lakers in their first 
think it was five games out of a sample of 6,100 6, teams. They were second last in, like, three-point efficiency or some shit like that. Yeah, it's historically bad. Like, you, they're not going to win. Like, it's not like they're, like, figured out. They won't figure it out. They can't. Yeah, they're not, they're not a good team. I don't know how you do. And they just have, like, so many different players that I feel like are all, like, the same goodness. Yeah. And they, just, they, they just don't know how to make it all work. They have two players from their championship team. It's LeBron and AD. And then yeah, and also hurt, I, the, the, year, the year after that, they started like 29 and like 7 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then AD and LeBron went out, and then they just kind of like they sucked. Cliff. But they had a team, like a really good team. For, yeah. And then they got rid of everyone. It's dumb. But I mean, and then Miles Turner, did you hear what he just said? No. He came out and said, the Lakers should trade for me and Buddy Hield. Yeah, he said, he just said that. Sure. But I like, think it would help, but, but why, why would you why come you, out and say that? Why, <laughs> yeah. why are you saying that? Uh, yeah, anything more on basketball? The Bucks won again. They're 6-0 yeah. without Middleton. And nobody talks about them. No. Yeah, they, you never hear oh, about the Bucks. The Nets are horrible. Yeah, uh, I was watching something this morning about how teams can literally just shoot any corner three that they want on, on them. Like, they were playing the Mavericks, and Luka, like, the entire game would drive. Somebody would help. And then they had, like, no defensive scheme to mm-hmm. help, uh, like, I don't know, just switch and move. And, like, they're just raining threes on them. That's been happening, like, all year, I guess. Oh, shit. So, um, Cleveland's Steve playing Nash re- got ejected. Cleveland's playing really good. Five and one. That's awesome. Like, Don, I love their team Don and so Mitchell much. and Karis LeVert combined, or they combined for, like, 80. They both had 41 the other <laughs> night. Karis LeVert's averaging, like, almost, like, oh, my God, let me look. It's crazy. But, like, you look at their team. They have the makeup to do this. Yeah, I mean, they were a very scrappy team last year. And you add year, a score in Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, then if not this year, definitely next year also. Oh, and Darius Garland's out right now. He's not even playing. Yeah, so. they're just so young, so talented. Darius Garland got hurt game one. He averages four points. That's obviously not going to happen all year. But uh, I'm just looking at standings. It's kind of going up and down right now. But Heat, two and five as well. Ouch, I hate the Heat. I don't think they're good yeah, at I've all. I've never liked Jimmy Butler in my no, life. So. Neither have I. Um, Portland's five and one. They're so exciting, though. My uh, Pelicans are doing good, aren't they? They have this fucking guy four who's and just two, four and two. Who's just raining threes right now? They're, Shit, they're four and Young, two. Long, good. um, Murphy, Trey Murphy. Yep, yep. Yeah, Trey Murphy. I do. Know who are you talking about? Fuck it. But I'm glad Portland's doing good because Dame is a guy that just, you know, you got to you yeah. can't not like Dame. And then Fernie Simons is like a guy that didn't go to college. He went straight to like the somewhere because he was at IMG. Uh-huh, yep. He was at IMG, so he didn't have to. He had that college credit, so he could go right there. So he kind of worked his way up, and he got a bag. And I, don't, I forgot they got Jeremy Grant too. Yeah, and uh, they're like they're a good team. I we just kind of everyone just kind of like overlooked them, I guess. How are the Sixers doing? Uh, solid four and four. Oh shit! I they started one. They that. started like one and four though. Yeah, that's what I thought. But um, um, Phoenix is obviously going. Spurs are five and two. Jazz are five and two. <laughs> Give what? it time. Give him time. Give it time is right. And then uh, well, Josh Primo got arrested. We like to talk about how people get arrested. And yeah, Josh did he get arrested? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, he got cut from the team at yeah. least. Um, what was he gonna say? Oh yeah, someone was talking like LeBron is one and five. Curry is three and four. Kawhi, Paul George are two and four. Um, KD and Kyrie are two and five. They're going through like the stars and like the future of the NBA or and it was when the it was when the Sixers were bad too that like Embiid and Harden like the future of the NBA is like is now like the NBA is that pass is like almost gone it feels like but you act like the Warriors aren't gonna yeah be a top two seed and the Lakers are gonna figure or not the Lakers the Clippers are gonna figure it out the it's just but that's kind of weird because all the teams are like run by young guys teams that are at the top right now well anything else on sports nope College basketball is back next week. Next we week. have a ton of episodes dropping this week. Uh, I mean, just covering every com- conference uh, extravaganza is like what we did for football. Obviously, we're not interviewing fucking people, but uh, yeah, that we'll learn a piss ton from that. Um, I mean, like the first week of college basketball is kind of quiet, right? Like, yeah, not I mean, any, like great the, games. The best part is Monday, every single team plays. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a shit, <laughs> the biggest slate ever. But, but um, it doesn't really, it doesn't start till. Oh, there's like some de- there's some solid games. I'll okay. say that like week like in that first week there is some decent games for sure. But uh, I forget off the top of my head. But 
forgot what I was going to say. Shit. Um, Wednesday, not this coming one. Two Wednesdays from now, I think, is when the um, tur- the like those tournaments start. And yeah, that'll be two, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The next week, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun. I mean, we go over every Power Six school. Then uh, we even have like people like got you know teams like Gonzaga, fucking Houston teams like that. We go over all, go over all of them. Um, yeah, they're great episodes. Uh, I mean. Anything more on college basketball, I guess? No, just tune into those. This is this is the year of the locker room, guys. No, yeah. I mean, this is where <laughs> we just turn it on. Like, last year, you guys supported the... We coast through the rest of the year. <laughs> I'll admit it. You guys, uh, yeah, you support the fuck out of our college basketball episodes, and we're just going to bring it every time. We'll be... We're bringing it back in coin. Uh, yeah, coin does a hell of a job with that, too. So, um, yep, stay tuned for that. We'll still have our recaps every monday but uh obviously college basketball they'll be <laughs> very very entertaining it's so nuts. i'm never been more excited in my life thank you for listening and take it easy this kid is a gamer he's a follower he's a playmaker and a shot caller in case you didn't know i got t-bowed he shattered the mold and all he does is win all, all, all he does is win games i got t-bowed he shattered the mold and all he does is win all, all, all he all he does is unleash tell t-bow let him go it's time to turn him loose let him play let him play on sunday unleash tell t-bow let him go it's time to turn him loose let him play i'm going to church sunday run pass option i think that's my game I can't see you that! I'm no John Elway. He's rewriting the book. We can and we can. He's a unique football player. That's what Tim T. all about. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut caller. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut caller. Unleash! Tim T. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Okay. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more game. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.